do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to Atlas Bach, a weekly variety show concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a few simple-minded guys who just happen to be in a storied fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get the podcast content you listen to while you ponder the possibility that in an alternate universe... Elmo was an evil Roman emperor. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. DM us or send us a quick note at atlasbach.gmail.com. Why not give us a nice review at iTunes? Come on, you can do it. This is episode 82 entitled Balls Deep in Fantasy. Well, good morning, Barker Nation. We're so happy that you're here enjoying this weekly show with us. Well, actually, it'd be a bi-weekly show. We don't die. Yeah. So, Six seconds know. in. Uh, yeah. Three, actually, it would be two, one. bi-monthly. Yeah. Bi-weekly is uh, twice a week. Well, actually, yes, you're right. Bi-monthly. Although bi-monthly could be every other month, right? <laughs> It's one of those weird terms that... How about we just say twice uh, twice a month? Se- semi-monthly. Every other week. Every other week we will be recording from this week forward. Kind of, right, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Until we don't. Until we don't, yes. So Until we don't. So, yes. So uh, enjoy this. Listen to it on slow play if you want to listen to us talking like this or whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll get you, we'll get you going. We're so happy that you're here with us now, you crazy, crazy bastards. J-Lo, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. What's that uh, green leaf on your hat there? Ooh. Hop Valley Brewing. Mm. Ah, So that's a a hop. I thought it was just a deformed marijuana plant or something. No, but you know that the hop plant and the marijuana plant are very closely related, right? I did Mm. not know that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that right? Has anybody ever tried to ferment uh, marijuana? Smoke hops? I'm sure it's been attempted. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that it's been documented, but... Marijuana uh, beer? Bong water. <laughs> There's probably someone on Baca Nation, someone who's listening right now, who's like, yeah! Yeah, absolutely, I did. Right after right. I smoked some hops. <laughs> How do you think Tito became a super fan? <laughs> Drinking marijuana. <laughs> Uh, poor Tito. Yeah, right. Or maybe, maybe the gentleman that we gave relationship advice to, who has never oh, yeah. responded back again. Oh yeah, we whatever happened to that guy? Well, that's because he was murdered by the uh, yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> get a threesome. He's right. In that's what you. That's what yeah. you. That's what you thought. Yes. I don't know. We, don't, we don't know. We just always assume the best. Actually, our fans are a true reflection of us, as we just fucking yeah. we do this thing every week or bi-weekly or bi-monthly or semi-monthly or whatever. <laughs> And we still can't fucking get it together, and we have to spend 20 minutes preparing. All right, so we'll say we're going to do the show by the seat of our pants instead of by week. Every fortnight, there'll be a new episode. <laughs> <laughs> On BBC4. GK, uh, uh, you seem a little bit hungover today. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I, 
<laughs> was staring up at my ceiling fan this morning, like contemplating getting up. And I had recently watched Apocalypse Now, and I was like, this is just like Martin Sheen in that hotel room in Saigon before they came to get him for his mission. Like, I felt that bad. You know? See, I thought you were going to say I was staring at the ceiling fan and I contemplated getting up and sticking my head in between the blades. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Diff- no. Different types of mornings, no, I think. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Two nights in a row, I'm not usually good for drinking hard for two nights in a row and i got up yesterday and i went to a something here in south florida called the grid iron grill off mm. it's food it's booze and it's former basically former dolphins at all these different booths and so like from noon i was drinking after having drank all night the previous night and i drank from noon to like midnight last night oh so Former dolphins are, are cooking and, and making beer, or no? I mean, so there at every tent there'd be a sh- a local chef and with like a sample uh, of one of his sign his or her signature dishes uh, paired with a with some different type Mark of alcohol. Clayton. Yeah, and there was uh, no Mark Mark Duper was there. Mark Clayton, uh, super duper. Yeah, um, and then there'd be a dolphin at every booth, and they gotcha. were you know it was like a charity thing. But and I ran into an old college classmate of mine, O.J. McDuffie. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that guy. Yeah, he went same time at Penn State as I was, and no shit. And he's friends with my friend Jen, who lives down here. So I went over and I started chatting with him, and I was like, "Hey, man, hey, OJ, you know, Penn Stater, blah 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 blah." I showed him my four hundred nine tattoo, and that always gets those former Penn State players super fired up in a positive way. Are they into cleaning products? Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> how many? <of> them? <laughs> Nice one, Joe. Nice. Uh, that yeah, it's a Penn, it's a Penn State thing, Joe. You wouldn't understand. Well, I'm glad you fought through the drunken haze to well, get on this mm-hmm. call. That's true. Thanks to Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> America works Cha-ching. on Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Swag. Good morning. How are you? What's happening, fellas? I'm doing good. I was having a, a conversation recently about the uh, the top athlete uh, of all time. You know, sport versus sport. You guys know that uh, you know Wayne Gretzky is the the top goal scorer of all time, right? In the NHL. Yeah, we know that. You know that if you took away all of Wayne Gretzky's goals, all of them, he would still be the NHL's all time point scorer leader. Wow! Like all of it. Like he has just, more goals than anyone else, and but that's just on his he has more assists than Yarmir Jaeger, um, Greg, obviously familiar with, has combined goals and assists, who's the number two guy. Mm. That's fucking dominant, man. That really is. Well, and Jaeger had a play till he was 54. I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah to, to right, to not get. Well, yeah, there's no, no Gordy Howe. Yeah, I think Howe's right second in goals. Um, I think he's third, all, uh, third or fourth all time in points, but. Yeah, um, wasn't he playing for the Hartford, Hartford Whalers when he was like 65 or something? Gordy Howe. Yeah, yeah, again, again, yeah, even more, it makes the, the stat even more impressed. You know, people, Jordan and Tiger Woods and, and uh, you know, Secretariat comes up a lot in those conversations. Mm. Yeah, I mean, again, and I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I just can't see in any other sport how, that. I mean, that's a huge fucking, you know, dominance of a sport. Yeah, that is. Yeah. He did play at a time when the NHL had they they really weren't playing a lot of defense. It, I mean they were they were in the 80s this this was a okay. a league where commonly uh at nightly games were 7 to 6 and I mean there were a lot of goals being scored and sometimes I wonder if just the longevity I, I understand he is the only player in NHL history 
to top 200 points in a season, including everybody else that was playing the same time as him. And he did it four times. Nobody else has hit 200 yeah. once. He's done it four times. Yeah, uh, I'm, you not, know, I'm not saying that he's great. I, 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 he's You're not saying phenomenal. that he's great? Uh, okay. No, I'm not saying he's not great. I'm <laughs> right, right, saying right. that he's, he is phenomenal, but he was phenomenal at a time where scoring was far easier than it is today. So when you throw a stat like he has more points than anyone else, yeah, he was he was by far the best in his time. It was just at that time, defensive schemes, the rules, the goaltending, all of that was just not where it is today. I, yeah, I agree. So you're, you're kind of like, again, not steroids, but, but comparing, you know, right. Bonds and McGuire. Exactly. Agreed. Now... With that in mind, in my opinion, his dominance over everyone else during that time is beyond Bonds, Maguire, Sosa, even those three guys. That, but there were everybody was doing it right. So baseball, I think, and we all love baseball. That's it's more difficult to compare baseball statistical dominance, in my opinion, to any other sport because of the focus on the team aspect of it. Like agreed, Gretzky. Well, Gretzky, I, I, I don't, I can't dispute that Gretzky was the greatest player of all time. But he also was on a phenomenal team. Like when Mark Messier is your second line center, you know, you're, you're you know, Yari Curry and all the, and like Paul Coffey, yep. he had like yep. a fucking all-star team. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. And, and Messier actually was third all time, I believe. So yeah, there you go. So, um. They say Gretzky could have scored fifteen hundred goals if he wanted to, but he didn't. He wanted to get his his play, you know, people involved and so on and so forth. So it's a, it's an interesting argument. It's impossible, obviously, to to statistically compare, you know, hockey to basketball. To, um, but one more interesting thing before we tail off. So uh, number one on this, so this particular list, uh, Gretzky number one, Michael Jordan number two. Tiger Woods, number three. No big surprises there, right? Babe Ruth, number four. Uh, number five, Joe Lewis, which maybe Joe could help us with Joe that when I wasn't around then. Um, number, yeah, six, <laughs> number six was a, uh, a Greco-Roman wrestler uh, that I have no fucking... Mm-hmm. Alexander Carolyn. But um, I just wanted to bring this up. Number seven, Sir Donald Bradman. Anyone? Tennis? Sir Donald Bradman is the... First living Australian to have a museum dedicated to his life, his face on stamps and coins, and he was named the greatest living Australian in 2001 by the Australian Prime Minister. Did he invent the beer snake? Wait a second. More than Paul Hogan? <laughs> He's a cricket player. <laughs> ah, I mean, but the greatest living Australian? He's better than it, Paul Hogan? That's according that to In 2001, that's what the I find Prime that Minister hard to believe. That guy well, must have been. It must not have seen Crocodile Dundee too. <laughs> I'm guessing the Australian Prime Minister is familiar. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so you got a, a cricket play, a cricket god, according to this uh, information here. And again, I don't know much about cricket stats, but 99.94 is his Test batting average, which uh, supposedly is equivalent to batting 392 career in Major League Baseball or scoring 43 points a game for your career in NBA basketball, which I don't know how that converts. But Jack, was Corky Stokes on the list? I, not to my not. I think I would remember a name like that. No. How the fuck are they not acknowledging Cornhole? <laughs> <laughs> might, this by, list might be a couple years old. It's probably coming by, up. By the way, they had this big... at this gridiron grill off yesterday they had a big cornhole competition like with stands set up 
Oh, wow. Did and, you get in I, there? No. Did you play? I, no, we thought about it, Adrian and I. Then we looked at every single person on both on anyone playing, and they were hitting hole after hole after hole. Like, they never fucking missed. Anyone there. They were amazing. Anyway, sorry, I digress. I got so excited. <laughs> even, even the, we were like, hey, there's two girls. Let's go play them. And then we stood and watched them for five minutes. And it was like, score, score, score. Every fucking throw they it, threw was right in the damn hole. It, it is crazy. pretty impressive. The good, yeah, the, the folks that are really good at, at cornhole are really fucking good at it. It's, uh, it can be impressive. Yeah. I was outclassed. So we did get a, we did get a piece of listener feedback um, mm. uh, from really? Gmail. About Greg Tito. No, 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 no. It came from Tito. And the the subject Tito? line in the email was uh, Justin question mark, mm. and then the body of the email is pretty simple. It says read in the voice of J Lo. I had to. I was like, what is this? And then <laughs> so, so Tito it, it really says, puts red. I love it. Oh, red. No, red, yeah, red or I, I don't know. I think Tito knew I was gonna. I don't know. So. Red in the voice of J-Lo. Who the fuck is Justin? And I was like, what uh. the <laughs> And then I remembered the opening to the show with H.R. Courtney, which was crazy. Right? So, Justin? Who the Justin? fuck is Justin? <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Nailed it. Oh, that dude, that dude is a real super fan if he goes back that far. Uh, he is. He, uh, Calling stuff back. That's awesome. Are you sure he's not one of you guys? Because I don't—I mean, this is no, kind of deep not. stuff. He's, he's not really great, not, Joe. No, I don't know Jack. how to use the internet. Yeah, good point. Good point. He's been banned. No. Oh, wait a second. Speaking of Joe's lies, and he doesn't know how to use the internet. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> did, you, did you find my secret Instagram? Account? No, no, no. He's fighting I, through I, the haze of the no, uh, of the uh, uh, hangover. To I, 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 I want to know. He's I sitting get, forward, I folks. U- I want this he YouTube video. <laughs> I want Joe's YouTube video. Oh, yeah. The lights, right? The, yes, the lights. The, the humping I'll, reindeer. Uh, <laughs> did, you su- did you search it? I couldn't find it. All right. I'm going to write this down that I need to look oh, it up, and I'll send you, you a link. What are you talking about, Joe? Write it down. Just fucking yeah, exactly. right there. You've got and a Joe computer you're talking into. All week. I went to YouTube. I typed in Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> well, what good's it going to do to pull it up on the podcast you can't see it you can edit there's all right so i typed in joe machado and some weird actor and comedian showed up yeah you sure it's not the surfer he looks like it's angled you know how like um when you take a picture straight on and you you might be a little heavy you lean it up and lean it up a little more and your arms going higher and higher well this one is literally almost right over this joe machado's head um and uh 80 percent of the pictures on tinder So there's a lot of Joe Machados. There's a poet at KH Radio. There is a good goodbye a more song. Or are there? Is there just one Joe that does many many different? There's a things? Joe Machado Museum tour. There's a Joe Machado Museum. What the fuck? <laughs> That's where he keeps getting the shit behind him from. <laughs> so so it's Those a museum. Headed out it's there. a museum with a bunch of uh, people who are named Joe Machado. Their corpses. <laughs> I think that. Let's go to the Joe Machado Museum. I think that would be called a crypt or a mausoleum. They, they have a new, they have a new ex- exhibition. Wait, wait, guys, if you have a computer in front of you, you need to fucking go search Joe Machado on YouTube and just look at all these fucking. No, I, I did Joe that Machado's. last week. I did it last week, and oh, I was like, there's too many to find. <laughs> did you see the Joe Machado with two subscribers, and it's a grown man with a beard, 
uh, hugging Pikachu. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm glad I did. There's a Joe Machado with two videos. That's probably you right there. <laughs> oh my God! What what the fuck is that? <laughs> Not is it probably this. still him? Looks like a murder scene. Jesus Christ. Well, that, you found it. There it is. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> Are there Christmas lights? Yeah, that must have been it. There's a lot of weird Joe Machados, Joe. Oh, there's a Jean-Jacques Machado. Mm. And I am the weirdest of them all. Where is your YouTube channel? There's too many. You're like effectively hidden behind the name Joe Machado. There's yeah. there's so many Joe Who Machados. Who fucking that, thought? Well, it is Are like, you even Joe Machado? Is that even your yeah. name? Yeah. By, he's yeah. he's well, like Smith in Brazil. Yeah. We did get another piece of viewer mail, Tim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you guys want to hear it? Absolutely. It's from, our, it's from, from one of our super fans, uh, Turdnab himself. Okay. Turdnab the, the Magnificent. magnificent. Yeah. Let's get this right. What's happening? So he, he wrote, uh, listen to your date story during my bike ride. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, all the old fucks at the bar to see the band. That shit is totally real. That's what he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Turdnab, the magnificent, happens to be a uh, avid cyclist. Like he, he rides, he's really good uh, for his age for an amateur, and he rides hundreds of miles. And so, I think he rides, you know, thirty, forty miles a day in the morning before he goes to work. Wow! And he, I guess, he listens to our podcast sometimes while he's riding. And I thought, God, that's that would be like the least motivating accompaniment to any kind of a <laughs> physical workout would be our podcast. But. Hey, he liked it so good. Whatever. He Thank actually you. he's just looking for innings eaters, man. He just yeah, needs a lot so. of fucking minutes. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yep. Uh, there you go. Right. Yeah. And and that's really what it is. Yeah. We're a uh, we're a fifth inning relief pitcher for him. That's what we. Are. He's just yeah. He's just rolling through shit. Like actually, it's great to because he know it's he knows it's mindless. He doesn't even have to think. Mm. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Face forward and pedal. Turdnab, there's a great podcast called the Louis Louisville Cycling Podcast by Barry Gary. If you're listening to this, go ahead and check that out. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's all about cycling in the Louisville, Kentucky community, and it's Larry Gary. For every non-cyclist, it's actually far more interesting than than you might think. But yeah. Oh, look at us connecting people. Now's the time for a little forced fantasy. Yeah. Zimbity boo ba ba zaba Forced fantasy. Okay, since this originally was a fantasy baseball podcast. What? And once we start stopped talking about baseball, our listenership <laughs> fell off the fucking side of the earth. As it should. Um we, we, we decided to bring it back in hopes to bring some of our disaffected fantasy baseball listeners back, or, or those who are really into the Juices League for some strange reason. <laughs> but we do have an expansion draft. Uh, Jack and I have worked out how this expansion draft will work as we expand our league. We just want to do a quick couple of minutes just to take you through it. Uh, essentially, what we're going to do is we are going to have uh, an expansion draft. What that means is the two new owners will pick from players of the current 10 team. And essentially, what will happen is we'll put five players each up in the expansion draft. Two of those players need to be minor leaguers, as defined by league rules. And the other three need to be major leaguers, as defined by the league rules, which is a certain number of at-bats by a certain number of times. 132. Thank you. You can do five players, and two of them are minor league players. Right. Or 
you can do six players. Right. I was getting to and that. And put up only one. Oh, okay. So I was getting to that. Yeah. So I just well, mean that, that the most you could ever lose is two players because. If you do six, you can't lose three. No, I thought we, that's what you had said when we talked. Maybe not. Because if you do six, they take one. Oh, right. Take, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're right. That's Thank all you, I was yes. okay. You're absolutely sorry. Right. Yep, yep, my bad. Yep. We can cut so, all that uh, out. And start over. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope Turdnab didn't fall asleep on his bike and just drive off into the gutter after this. No, conversation. I, I nearly did, but that's <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, take better care of yourself, Greg. I, I, I do have a I do have a clarifying question to ask, and it's in all seriousness. What about like um, players who ended the season on IR or are are, are still on IR? Do we have to make our rosters totally trimmed down? Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Everybody, you're going to have to, like where you normally wouldn't have to, it's not me, where you normally wouldn't have to um, until the season starts, um, <clears throat> even if they're on IR, regardless of your situation, you're going to have to cut your roster down to normal um, so that everybody has the same number of people to, to choose from. Um, and then, of course... Oh, you know the draft. That'll make the to... real draft interesting then too, right? Because right. There, there, there might be some notable players who normally we would kind of stash on our IR who get uh, have to be let go. Like, uh, not that he's great anymore, but he wasn't having a terrible season when he got hurt. Like Kutch, you know, he's yeah, still yeah, yeah. listed yep. on the site as injured, and I'm going to have to let him go because I'm not going to probably want to keep him over some other players right you know? but yeah but he'll be right he's assumed to be the starting left fielder for the phillies next year so that's how we we're gonna go into the draft assuming everybody's healthy basically one of the expansion owners selects a player and um you can then pull two two you, you can pull two back right okay Jack? interesting yeah that sounds cool uh no one right um oh, you so pull you one got back right and then you yeah. have you have three left and he then takes- you they could select another one, and you pull the other two back. That's what. It yeah, is. correct. So, like, if you for the guys losing players like through this system, that this is going to make this year's draft for us more fun and interesting. Yeah, I think. yeah, it totally does. It totally yeah, does. Cool. Now, there is the situation where uh, there are some teams in the league right now uh, who either don't have a lot of minor league players and may not want uh, want to put up two right pops. Yes, uh, or maybe you're just in love with nine out of your ten minor league players and you you only want to put up one. In that case, uh, what we've done is said that you can put up one minor league player, but you have to put up six total players. So that means you'd have to expose five uh, major leaguers, and ultimately you could lose a potentially you could lose three players as opposed to two. Ooh, this is going to be fun. So you got, yeah. So it could be three major and two minor or five major and one minor, basically. I, I definitely have three major and two minor that although I like them, it wouldn't hurt me whatsoever to lose any of them. Which means you'll probably have all of them at the end anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I picked back up Marco Scudero, even though he's been retired for six years. Just for this <laughs> now, um, there's one other thing on Force Fantasy. So the, the owner that I thought was going to be in is not so yes so we have we have an open position uh that we need to fill yep snubbed 
Yep. yep, yep. Uh, tell so, me who's was so it, busy. Was it because he listened they to can't do fantasy baseball for God's sake? He he basically says he doesn't like baseball much anymore, and so there wasn't a lot oh. of passion. So I was Wait, like, well, I, "Fuck I, you!" No, no. How'd you get okay. in? How'd you get that deep into the talks? Damn. Three. You know what? I was thinking about it, and I don't enjoy baseball at all. <laughs> I think it you, sucks. You know, yeah. yeah. God. Well, he's a Tigers fan, so you can you can just kind of start from that. Uh, and then you know he over the years we've been talking about it and over the years he's just been coming less and less interested in baseball and um so at this point he's just like no i i don't it sounds like your league is too he's a listener he listens to atlas bach but he just he he enjoys the entertainment but he's not he's not really into baseball i i I hope it's safe to assume that the friendship is over <laughs> Are you sure he didn't after he listened to to Justin last week? Is that when he told you? Like did he he's like, "Wait, I'm not playing with this fucking guy." No, but um I did Justin get the confirmation <laughs> after he listened to last week. So yeah, there there's uh there is that for sure. Sounds yeah. like he's yellow. So Justin, that that means and we know you're listening. That means that um that it's not official Stephanie's yet. He's in. And you better go find us another player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's I wanted to open that up. I don't know if uh if Jack, if you have any other friends uh, that would be interested. No, that's a no. That's all right. Nope. Three total. Yep. You guys are all here. <laughs> Tim, that, 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 that caveat that would be interested isn't even necessary because he has no other friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe, same, same to you. And then also same answer. Uh, GK. <laughs> hey, uh, okay. I'll think about it. Jack, what about Chris's other personality? Would he like to have his own? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, con- I'll consult uh, my d- Facebook page and see if I can find somebody. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. I do. Ha- I have a couple people. It is. It's funny that that you know being in it and and even you know doing the a podcast on it and such. Um, you know how normal yeah, our league is to yeah. us. But yeah, when you you start talking to somebody else about it, that's not you know balls deep in fantasy. They're like, well, that's kind of a lot. Like, and and it, and it is kind of a lot, you know from the draft a team at the beginning of the season and see what happens type situation, which is what you know most weeks are most folks are are used to. So I'm going to suggest that's the name of this episode, Tim. Balls deep in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, compared to the last few, after this segment, yeah. we have uh, <laughs> yeah. the real wow. shit fantasy guys are going to be interested in that. So right now we have ten teams. Ten. Justin would be eleven. That's good. That's good. Well, yeah, yeah, good yeah, math. Yeah. And Justin then we need one more. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking out loud, Jack. Sorry. No, that's fine. I was, I was Whatever. actually, I was just me complimenting you. I pointed out. I didn't say it was bad math. Because I pointed out the the tr- fact that you don't have a lot of friends. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, never argued that. Yeah. I don't like people mm. much. And they dislike you sure. back. You don't need two of us, Jack. Come on. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, I'm not quite Joe. Well, I'm going to put it out there for, for Dustin and Eldon again. Uh, maybe cut the cord, you two. And yeah. uh, man, one of you man up and take on a new franchise. There you go. What about Martha? Oh, yeah. What about Jay Gruden? <laughs> he's, he's got some extra time. Got some free time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about Lenny Dykstra? <laughs> oh, yeah. We could open up to Lenny. That would be incredible. I'm going to email him and invite him. He would draft himself, even though he's not playing anymore, just so yeah. he could have himself on his own team. Right, right. Nails. Takes, there you go. As his number one pick. 
Nails. There we go. We uh, desperately seeking owner. That's what we should. Uh, yes, let's uh, oh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Have a, hey, Send in your Tito? applications. Yeah. Desperately what about Tito? seeking the end of this segment? What about Tito? <laughs> let's, let's have a contest. We can open it up. It's yeah. open. It's out there. So we the got list, we got the winning listeners awarded a franchise. So let's let's go ahead and uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back, bots. And over the break, we were talking about the name of Justin's team and just how unworthy that name was, you know? Actually, I think every one of our, uh, what we come up with a show name would also be a great fucking name for Dustin's team. Like, he's got to change his name. That name cannot stand. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All deep so, so Tito, Turdnab, HR Courtney, tell us a little bit about you know, what you think would be a good name for Justin's team. <laughs> right, so we'll right we'll we'll we'll, we'll go I, right there, yeah. And I so. and Tim, this just in, I texted my friend Bill, who's up in Providence, and he's definitely very interested in being a team owner. Okay, and he knows baseball. I mean, this guy he watches and reads about sports every day. He's super into. He watches every Red Sox game. He's into sports big time. I was gonna. Is he a, a Red Sox as his team? Yeah, obviously highly yep. intelligent. Yep. I did. Does just, Mike asked? Justin does not have a favorite team. Is that right? Do I remember that from a previous? No. Oh, he is it? Two, he he's two favorite teams. Ah, oh, that's what teams. it was. Okay, I knew one it was something American stupid. League, one National League. St. Louis have no favorite team. St. Louis right. and Oakland. Yeah. You don't get the double dip. There's no free agency in fandom. He just really, really likes Tony Larusa, so he just. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> me, man. You, you could be balls deep in fantasy one night and balls deep in fun the next night. Hear, hear that? Good Justin, point. <laughs> Joe doesn't think you should double dip. Just jump on whatever bandwagon is best and stay with it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the epitome of that, aren't I? Yeah, you are. Oh, you, you, you are still you, a Chiefs fan, even yeah. though they haven't won anything in yeah, my but lifetime. But you, you jumped on the bandwagon in the '60s Ooh. when you were in your high school. Oh, he's got a point. By yeah, by Joe's theory, Justin should be hey, listen, a Diamondbacks if I were a fan, right? Bandwagon jumper. I would be legally Woo! allowed to go onto the Patriots bandwagon because even though I was you, born, oh, you are on the Patriots bandwagon, motherfucker. Yeah, you only year, yeah you wrote it until the Chiefs. the Chiefs had one. Yeah, yeah. After the, Chief, <laughs> after the Chiefs inevitably got eliminated, you know, uh, you were like, well, I guess I do hope the Patriots win. <laughs> I, I remember. It sounded like I, no. Mouse. I remember yes, the, the voice did. inflection. That was perfect. It was right? exact. Yeah. You got a glint in your eye. Love. So, you, so, you, so Tom Brady's the best. When you watch the Super Greatest Bowl, all time. <laughs> so when you watch the Super Bowl, you don't root for either team to beat the other one. No, I don't. Yeah, only if my no, no, team's no, in it or the it, Patriots, or, and then I yeah, root exactly. for the other team. No, well, no, yeah. I, okay, yeah. so you do. Yeah, yeah. So you do. Like, well, well, like, I root like, for my team, and then I root against yeah, another team. S- otherwise, teams, I watch it. Okay. Certain teams I care about, like when New Orleans and the Colts played in the Super Bowl. I, I didn't care. Who I played in the Super yeah. Bowl last year? Uh, the Patriots and the Rams. Right? Well, I fucking hate the Rams. You, why do you hate the Rams? It's because like they hate, beat us during the regular season. That's like hating Elmo. <laughs> Because they beat us. Oh, I fucking hate that little cookie eater too. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You can't you can't latch. Oh, that's that. Yeah, I agree with Greg there. I mean, I, I get you can. F- well, how is that any worse than having two favorite teams? That's not Just worse. So you know, the guy who did Elmo on Sesame Street was a pedophile. Just. That, that geez, there's a surprise. Well, well yeah, if you oh. did Elmo, I mean, obviously that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Like, kangaroo's yeah. haircut. You got to start somewhere, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just if you're into hating Elmo, I'm just saying. That no, no. What, what I'm saying. My instincts oh, proved true again. That's not Elmo's fault. That's true. He did have somebody's hand up his ass the whole time. <laughs> I mean, oh, gee, how hard is that to believe that a guy who is drawn to puppetry and putting on puppet shows <laughs> Wait a minute. is somehow mentally unbalanced? Come Are on, we, is, Jim Henson is not a good guy? Is yeah. Joe talking about Elmo or Caligula? Which uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Drink their blood, Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Elmo wants to see him cry, Big Bird. <laughs> what, what, what was that? Elmo, Elmo Yigula? What, what, what yeah. would that be? I don't know. El- El- Snuffle up against yeah. Now that's the name of Justin's team, Elmo El- Ligula. Elmigula, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 47 Blossoms defeated Elmo Ligula last week. <laughs> Justin has to change that fucking name. Like, did he do that on purpose? No, I think he, I mean, I think he was being very, uh, very earnest in when he said that that was the team name that he thought was the good team name. I get it. No, I get it. It, it took me a minute to get it, but I do get it. It still sucks, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim uh, caught the, the, the best one in the last episode, and, and Justin just blazed right by it. Right, what was that? Oh, demon semen. That I thought that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Well, I, you know, I guess we did it again. We we. Oops, I, we did it again. Brittany Crow. That was uh, right, it, that. Right. <laughs> Britney so, <laughs> that's that's I just see Greg with a karaoke mic in his hand all the time now and he's doing a you know a lounge version of Oops, I did it again. <laughs> um so my friend texts me back, he definitely would be like to be in the league. If you which, want to consider which one is this? this is the dude from Providence. You know, it's unfortunate that Bill is at is is interested at a time when we are now looking for zaniness and the ability to bring hilarity to our podcast is he, this he's something? got some funny stories man he does yeah he, he's oh yeah hell yeah like he's uh you know he's a, a horn dog he's an older guy you know he's into chicks oh he's, oh, he's fucking in okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's into uh, chicks yeah. oh okay well in that case um <laughs> no, mean, horn dog yeah. is he <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah horn dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. does he listen yeah you said he listens yeah he listens absolutely okay. oh jesus all right uh, good start bill so he knows what he's getting into. So, so we, I can tell him he's in, or is there? No, no, no. We, we got it. Yeah, there's an interview process. There's a vetting process. I want to see if Courtney's in. Courtney's not going to be in, but go ahead. That's fine. He's got to spend 15 minutes with Joe on the podcast before we yeah, can even yeah. consider him, just to make sure he's capable. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, one of the things that we talk about a lot is, and we get a lot of compliments on this, frankly, is that uh, our yeah. idea is to fix things. We kind of look look throughout our. You know, existence here and say, geez, you know, this would be better if, right? The three of you have uh, come to this show with an idea for what would be better. So better by balked is what we're going to call this. We'll see if that works. And we're looking for uh, an, uh, just like a little snippet of what you think could be better. And then whatever we think is the most interesting, we'll delve into and, and see if we can go ahead and, and, and cure a societal ill or a major infrastructural problem. Swag, what do you think would be better? Oh, That's if. the perfect lead-in for this. Yes, um, I was I was considering the uh, 2019 Phillies season, but I figured we don't have enough time, so I'm going to make it quick and easy. Trade Bryce done. <laughs> uh, the thing I think uh, could be better, and I'd like to make better, is the packaging of elementary school milks. Okay, mm. uh, 
stunning. Sounds fascinating. Yes. Okay. I remember those days. I was a chocolate guy. I was all about the chocolate milk. <laughs> okay. GK, what, what do you think could be made better? Daylight savings time. Mm. Daylight savings time. Okay. By eliminating it, those, <laughs> those yeah. cowardly children who insist on having sunlight. I mean, what percentage of people even have school-aged children that it's relevant? If it's such a big fucking deal to start the school day when it's sunny outside or light out, you know what? Half the fucking year adjust the time that school starts. Those teachers only work till three o'clock anyway. They could do another hour for fuck's sake. With- you, you know, sleep in, get there later. Don't inconvenience the whole fucking world uh just have them start later i think okay so that's uh change daylight savings okay yeah and j-lo well i had a little plumbing uh situation this week oh you know older men that happens (laughs) 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 catheters catheters could be made better They need to be bigger. All right. I think we're going with Joe's, and I don't even know what his comment. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I forgot what I was going to say now. Ah, <laughs> oh, plumbing issue. Yeah, oh, yeah, plumbing. Uh, I had a, we had a leak in a sprayer in our kitchen, and... <laughs> So, it's a sprayer everyone down <laughs> I just, so, okay i decided i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and fix this and i go uh-huh. to uh the local big box uh hardware store and mm. pick up a pack of adapters because i know nothing is ever the same from fucking brand to brand and i get home and none of the fucking adapters works <laughs> with the sprayer we have <laughs> And I just don't understand why we can't have one fucking thing that works well and everybody uses that adapter. Okay, so we have... Why, why can't you have just one fucking plumbing adapter? The universal adapter plumbing adapter. Sprayer. Right. For exactly. a sprayer. So, oh, so that's we have that great hard. And, why don't so you invent have, it, Joe? Shark Tank. Cause, Sorry. Because then it would be the 11th one in the package of shit that uh, doesn't work for anybody. Right. So we have, we have uh, fascist J-Lo, who thinks everything should be the same. <laughs> well, that's a leap. <laughs> We have uh, Hate the Kids, Daylight Savings Should Die by GK. And we have <laughs> Fix the Milk Cartons by Swag. Let me see. I'm going to go with Fix the Milk Cartons by Swag. So, Swag, Ooh. tell us, what could be made? How could this world be better if we fix the milk cartons, chocolate and other? Have you guys tried to open a fucking milk carton from school? They're fucking paying the ass. They were paying the ass mm. then. I go to my kid's school now. They're paying the ass still. We can fucking go to the moon. We can fucking have cars that drive themselves and we can't put milk in an easier fucking. So my answer is if you go to the elementary school right next to the fucking milks is an apple juice fucking container that's plastic with a screw off lid and is much fucking easier to open. So put the fucking milk in a plastic fucking container and make it easier to open. It's simple. It's easy. I think it would help a lot of people in life. Okay. A, why are you an adult still drinking milk? And B, why are you at the elementary school worrying about milk? <sighs> you son of a bitch. I knew this was coming. Joe, I have children. <laughs> 
I, I have kids <laughs> oh, that right. go to right. elementary okay. school, Understood. and I'm uh, the type of father that actually likes to spend time with my children. So I go to their lunch and have lunch with them, <laughs> and they and every other kid in the fucking class ask me to open their fucking milk because they're not capable of doing so, even in third grade, because of the and, goddamn cartons they put these things in. And how do you expect them to live a full life if they can't learn to open their milk carton? You managed to do it, didn't you? I guess you got Are a you point there. By that? Maybe that's what it. Give them, a, give them an early challenge in life, and then I they'll. I say it'll... we make the milk cartons more difficult to <laughs> what does... deserve that milk. <laughs> what doesn't They're kill you makes you stronger. That's right. <laughs> we use it as an evolutionary tactic. Yeah, and then then, then maybe if they were stronger, they wouldn't have to have the whole world change their clocks so that it can be <laughs> when, they, when they walk half a block to the bus stop. Touche. And, and then we could deal with common sense things like plumbing adapters that but, work in different places. That's Jack, right. Think about there's... all the time that's been taken to open milk cartons on this fucking planet, Joe. And if that was dedicated to your fucking issue with your fucking sprayer in your kit. What is it? The spray? Oh, the, the dish sprayer part of your sink? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I so... solved the problem. I just went and bought a new fucking faucet and threw the old one away. Well, there you go. So there's your solution. That's an evolutionary solve for older people. So if, if people can't figure out which adapter to use, then it's just the, the exact opposite. You know, Tim, when you can put up a shelf without hitting a water line, then we'll talk. Oh, shit. Hey, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe, you know who makes those adapter packages? The people that sell the new fucking faucet that you just bought. <laughs> exactly. That's precisely right. And Greg, I'm with you on the daylight savings time. There's there's no farmers left who's what it was for, invented for. Let's just fucking leave it the same all the time and enjoy the darkness and the light and different. It's, I mean, seriously, it's it's a, uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like dark at four forty five. I like going to going to work in the dark and coming me home too. and having four or five hours of daylight left. But yeah, me too. Exactly. Playing golf at eight o'clock. Yeah. See there, folks. Little by little, we're going to make this planet a better place. mm Hmm. I hope Congress is listening. <laughs> How could they not they be? They can't even listen to themselves. Speaking of making this planet a better place, uh, one of the modern philosophers of our time, Lenny Dykstra, mm, yeah. has uh, <laughs> caught the attention of uh, GK. And GK has become an avid follower on uh, Dykstra's uh, Twitter feed and has been sharing with the rest of us some of the great thoughts that are coming from nails nails better than i thought honestly i, have to, I, I mean it, it's surprising that's for sure uh, you know i thought that he'd be talking about sports or himself or you know culture but it, he's talking well, about he, he tends to get himself in there quite often but yes yeah <laughs> and then there's some very kind of uncomfortable references to his own grandmother like this one, uh, nails coming at you from Lincoln Center. I was at the opera with Grandma and her gray bush. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Does it not mean what I think it means? <laughs> I don't know. No, and one of the things in, in Nail's biography that he talks about is that he is a, a he's a male prostitute who uh, actually goes Ooh. on dates and sometimes performs sexual acts with older women are you kidding me so i think no no I'm, I'm not he has talked about this a lot 
Yep. He said that uh, oftentimes they just want to go out to dinner and have someone to talk to, but there are times where he has to have sex and uh, gets paid an awful lot to do it, flies around the world uh, in so doing, obviously hanging out at you know places like the Lincoln Center watching the opera. Oh, my God. That is so disturbing. And so, uh, yeah, he's a male gigolo for mature women. <laughs> Jesus, like Fred Garvin. Fred Don't Garvin. Fred Garvin is. Remember uh, Dan Aykroyd? Fred <laughs> Garvin. Male prostitute. Male prostitute. <laughs> oh, yeah, so was exactly. grandma in this case a euphemism? I guess. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. He's on so, a date? Maybe. Yeah. That's oh, possible. That, that makes his other tweets even more bizarre. Like, you know. <laughs> is that possible? I mean, here's a cross-section of them. So, okay, so we've just learned, listeners, that he's a male prostitute. He was at Lincoln Center, uh, not enjoying himself. But he's also, um, you know, he asked a question to his fans. Will Nails be able to extend the arrest route until Saturday, November 23rd? Which would make it a full 18 months since being arrested. <laughs> he put that, he put a poll on his Twitter feed <laughs> about his own, and, and, and fans voted that he would be able to extend his address, arrest drought. Surprising. And so then he wrote, thanks for the confidence in me, Nails Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Nails Nation. Uh, you got to have goals. God, I want him to listen to us so bad. So, okay, so there's that. So he is the... the, the the sleeping with people, the that, and then he also talks a lot about religion. Where's that other one? I love how he refers to himself as Nail. I guess when you get a, a nickname that cool, you know, like Nails, I guess you just you latch onto it, right? You just keep you try to keep that going for like as long as humanly possible in life. Do they call him Nails because he was tough, or because he bangs a lot of grandmas? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But the uh, the official vote was fifty eight percent believed he would be able to extend his arrest okay. drought. So it was close. That's uh, that's not overwhelming. Eight hundred seventeen yeah. votes. <laughs> yeah. And okay. then he quotes Genesis, mm-hmm. and I will bless those who bless Phil you, Collins. and the one who curses you, Abacab. I will curse you. He and who the, shall not be. And man. all the families of the earth shall be blessed in you, Genesis. But then he also talks about um, oh he Good interviewed guy. Kevin Stevens. Where is it? He, he I just talks a lot about Judaism and stuff. He said something about the Torah in Genesis. Yes, yes. The, the Torah. Remember, you sent Nails us a text. Did this you say Kevin the, Stevens? Yeah, he interviews him, I guess. Does this he really? The Torah. Dude, who's yeah. seriously, Stevens. Greg knows yeah, who he yeah. is. Kevin Stevens yeah, is yeah. almost as fucked up as Lenny Dykstra. That should be a hell uh, of a I fucking conversation. more. <laughs> What's he going for? Hockey. Hockey. He, was a, he was a 50 goal scorer. Back when Gretzky was playing? For, he was, he, he was played with Lemieux with, yeah, in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yep. He was a big goal scorer. Yeah, he quotes the Torah for some reason. So uh, he's a man of many parts. That Can you send me the, the, the link? I really, if, yep. Does he really interview Kevin Stein? I need to hear that. <laughs> Kevin Stevens would have been, a, he discovered drugs very quickly into his career unfortunately for him otherwise he was a, a very good player oh maybe he doesn't interview him uh no here it is here's the actual tweet maybe they were arrested nails together. shouts out at two hours 15 minutes into the newest crime in sports episode uh, about kevin stevens once of the penguins hosted by jimmy piss funny and wisman sucks okay 
Those are, yeah, those are the guys that do crime that, and sports. That's, so. that's, that's podcast you mentioned, right? Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I, I was listening to the Kevin Steele. So he must have listened to the same mm. thing. He heard his name in it and then had to point mm. out that, hey, guys, this is a third one. They did two on me and <laughs> referencing me in this other fucked up one. Like, <laughs> I don't remember him being referenced in it. But again, uh, Kevin Stevens is a pretty fucked up dude himself. Love you, Lenny. Keep it going, Lenny, Love, please. Keep going, Nels. You be you. <laughs> You be you, <laughs> and try to stay out of jail doing so. Nice guy. Yeah, November twenty third will be eighteen months. You got to have goals. Mm-hmm. Manson lived a long time too. He's still alive, isn't he? No, he died. Oh damn it! I like that guy. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. When did he die? I don't, maybe I don't know. In the last year or two. How did I not know that? I think I would have really. That well, sounds right. I'm not 100%, but... I'm looking. Heart, a- heart attack, November 19th, 2017. How did I not know mm. that? But it doesn't say he died, right? Heart attack, cause of death. Heart yeah, attack. Died, no. <laughs> <laughs> Place of death, Bakersfield, California. Date of death, November 19th, 2017. Wow, that's crazy. What you don't hear about is he had children. What? You never hear about them. He had three children. Three sons. Well, Charlie, Chuck, and before or two of them were named Charles. Uh, I guess it had to be before Valentine Michael Manson, Charles Manson Jr., and Charles Luther Manson. How about going through life with that name, right? Not 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 only yeah. do you like like a random Charles Manson probably has a hard time, right? But then you're <laughs> actually Charles Manson Jr. And, two like, of them. and, and, you, and you look like him. Yeah, there's two yeah. of them. Right. You Are you related? Uh, yeah. yeah, actually, I am. <laughs> That's got to be rough. He, you know, his net worth at his death was 400000 What? Oh, shit. Yeah. Dollars or cigarettes? Char- no, Charles Manson's net worth was an American criminal and musician at a net worth of 400000 at the time of his death. The songs that he did? Yeah. Merch? <laughs> well, he, he wrote a Beach Boys song. He wrote a Beach Boys song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beach Boys recorded one of his songs. And Wait. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's recorded so, a bunch himself, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wrote a Beach Boys song before he was yes, uh, before he was arrested. Yeah, they was heading out with Dennis Wilson, and and Brian Wilson this- too, right? I think that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he got he got to the Beach Boys by Dennis Wilson. Okay. Yeah, prior to to the Tate situation, when he first got yeah, out yeah. there, um, that's the what he Tate wanted. Situation? Was to, you mean yeah. the, the fucking murder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to be a musician, and yeah, he the actually slaughter? did. Like he partied with them. Um, Quite a bit, if I remember correctly. He definitely had a relationship with them, for sure. And him and, and Brian Wilson. He, he wrote a song called Never Learn Not to Love, and then the Beach Boys recorded it as Cease to Exist. Wow. Unbelievable. I didn't, I, first of all, I didn't know how I could miss that. Then to just find out now that he wrote a Beach Boys song, that he hung out with the Beach Boys, who, I mean, Brian Wilson, I think, is a beautiful person. Well, he is a beautiful person, but it was Dennis. But he's like, also he, kind of no. his own special kind of crazy, too. Well, this was with Dennis, though, and I think that the other Beach Boys were like, you know, this guy's interesting, but a little intense and odd, and I don't, I don't think they were super chummy with him, and, and and that's why he that's why the crime spree happened, because he was seeking to avenge uh, what he thought was being cheated out of his fame by the Beach Boys. Like, I think that the house that Sharon Tate or the Labriolas lived in was either Dennis Wilson's old house or was the record producer for the Beach Boys' old house. He was sending his minions to kill somebody related to the Beach Boys and, and Sharon Tate and the, uh, what were they, not the Labriolas, what were they called? Uh, 
La Bianca's or whatever. I have never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a rumor that that Dennis Wilson stole a song from Charles Manson as well. No, uh, yeah. Um, called he he is the wizard man. Supposedly, mm. uh, supposedly actually stole it from him. Mm. Yeah, because they weren't the Beach Boys at that time, right? They were like becoming no, right they were, it, yeah they were no yeah they were they were established were they I mean, sure they were yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah i guess so yeah. Yeah, yeah true yeah, yeah. yeah. no true. but yeah so like they he he sent them to that address to maybe it was like the producer of the beach boys or some shit like that you know? so here you go tim the the beach boys um recorded in uh what 1969 as as greg mentioned never learn not to love in addition uh, Guns N' Roses recorded a Charles Manson song called Look at Your Game Girl on the Spaghetti Incident in 93. Mm. Mar- Marilyn Manson recorded Six City, which obviously in 2000 was written by Charles Manson. Uh, and then you have Sonic Boom, G.G. Allen, and Crispin fucking Glover in 1989. Uh. <laughs> never Say Never to Always, a song written by Charles Manson. They're all covers. I guess they were actually performed by Charles Manson at one point and then covered by each of these folks. So Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. So Crispin Glover probably had something to do with some of that uh, $400,000 that Charles Manson had. <laughs> what, is it, what is the fascination with assholes like that? Why would you cover a song by a jerk? Uh, you've been on the podcast for a couple of years now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you're Marilyn Manson, it's the shock value. Yeah, like, sure. I'm, I'm cover. I'm doing a song that was written by. Uh, well, plus you chose the name Manson. Cere- for yeah, a serial mm-hmm. killer. Yeah, sure. And Crispin Glover, if for those of you who aren't familiar, is fucking insane. Yes. Yeah. We're, okay. I did look it up. Brian Wilson detested him and refused to work with him. Okay. And then Manson threatened. Dennis Wilson, when he changed the lyrics to the song by putting a bullet in his bed, and you know, as a warning, it, and but then it was oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. So, so it was it was Terry Melcher is the guy's name. He's a he's a he was or is a famous rock recording or rock producer from those days. Mm. That's who uh, Sharon Tate moved into that guy's house after he moved out. Okay, huh. That's where they thought they were going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manson was in the car one day when when Wilson dropped Melcher off at his house on that at that address, the house that later was rented by actress Sharon Tate and director Roman Polanski. That's it. Yep, that's it. Okay, boys. Well, listen. I hope you have a great uh, couple of weeks. We'll be back in two weeks uh, in our semi-monthly, bi-monthly, bi-weekly schedule, whatever the fuck it is. And <laughs> the seat uh, of our pants. Every now the seat and of then. Our pants schedule. Yes, and here uh, and there. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you all have a great week and uh, Bye. This fun. Yeah. Well, we hope you have a good week too, Tim. <laughs> Thanks, man. I totally appreciate that. <laughs> Bye. Take Bye. care, fellas. See ya. Sayonara, Gamara.
Can you say forest fantasy real quick? <laughs> forest fantasy! 